women. Yet he came to Roz knowing that her own attention was divided. Jack, married to a woman about whom she knew nothing, except that she clung to her husband like a burr, adored Roz because she was uncomplicated and undemanding. She didn't make things difficult for him, and she enjoyed sex. And Sebastian, well, he was quite different. But the same principle still applied, except that in his case it wasn't always easy. She had loved him for so many years now, knowing all the time that if she dropped her guard even once, he would disappear from her life forever. Sebastian admired her because she was a career woman, because she worked as hard as he did. He had neither the time nor the patience for a clinging woman, and Roz had learnt to accept that. She adored their occasional meetings. To lose them would be to lose a small but vital part of her life. Some of Sebastian was better than none, she reminded herself. And during those long gaps between Sebastian's visits, there were always the others to occupy and amuse her. In a way, she was controlling all their lives, and she adored every moment of it. Almost every moment, anyway. One more sound out of either of you, and I swear to God I'll boil you both in oil, whispered Camilla under her breath as the beginnings of another argument filtered through to the kitchen from the sitting room. Out loud, she yelled, Shut up! Didn't say a word, remonstrated Jack, appearing in the kitchen behind her, and irritating her beyond belief by dumping a pair of black brogues on the table she had just finished setting for dinner. Can you give these a polish when you've got a moment, Mill? I need them tonight, and I'm running late already. Deeply aware that Jack, in his grey city suit, was looking sleek and handsome, and feeling hideous in comparison, Camilla pushed her fingers through hair that badly needed a wash. Clean your own bloody shoes, she murmured through her teeth. A bad move. She saw the look of irritation in his eyes. And don't ever call me Mill again, she added, only managing to sound sulky. I'm going to have a bath. Oh, no. Jack grabbed her arm as she attempted to slide past him. There's only enough water for one bath, and I'm having it. You can have yours later. Tears welled up in Camilla's eyes, and for a moment she remembered when she had always fought them back, purely in order to save her makeup. It had been months now since she'd even worn any, so she let them fall, and instantly hated herself for it. You had a shower this morning, she argued. And now I'm having a bath, insisted Jack, knowing that since he didn't feel sorry for his wife, he would win. God, she'd been so pretty when he'd married her. For your mistress, gasped Camilla recklessly, then held her breath. There, she'd said it. For weeks it had stuck in her throat like a golf ball, and suddenly it had been said, popping out almost of its own accord. All she needed now was the courage to hear Jack's reply. No, for the window cleaner, he said coldly, without a trace of guilt. Damn him. He was an insurance broker, she thought as he released his grip on her arm. He was used to looking people in the eye and lying to them. And I'll be late for the meeting if I don't get washed and changed now, so be a good girl and stop behaving like a neurotic housewife. We need this contract if we're going to have a decent holiday this year. Camilla blinked and turned away from his clever, lying eyes, picking up a saucepan of boiled potatoes and tipping them into a colander. But if he really did have a mistress, why would he keep talking about a month in the States, dangling it like a carrot in front of her? Whatever happened to shared baths? She said wistfully, and felt Jack's irritated sigh like a slap in the face. A reaction either to the suggestion 
or to the nauseating little girl voice with which it had been made. He hated it when she spoke like that, but she really couldn't help it. Awkwardly, he patted her shoulder. Not such a good idea when I'm in a hurry, old thing. The lame excuse was a peace offering, so that she could pretend their marriage was happy, and Camilla felt the tears burning at the back of her eyelids once more. What was the point of having a beautiful house and a beautiful husband, when all she ever did was feel ugly and cry? She sniffed and turned away. And don't call me old thing, either. Lying back amidst the silk cushions of the chaise longue, which sounded romantic but was incredibly uncomfortable unless there were piles of cushions. Roz twisted onto her side and flipped channels on the TV with the remote control. It was pretty uncool, she knew, to watch oneself on television. Oh, my dear, I can't bear to. But she loved it. It was no worse than looking in the mirror and talking to it.